When someone has been dealing with chronic conditions for a long time, or even someone that has acute conditions, it's only human to want to know on some level how long it may take to heal. You want your discomfort to end. But from a biological perspective though, there are many factors that come into play that will determine how long it takes for you to heal. In today's episode, I'm gonna cover all the pieces that contribute to the length of time that it takes for chronic conditions to heal so you can have a realistic perspective of what this journey looks like. Are you ready to stop the overwhelm and frustration and instead simplify your healing? I'm your host, Jenny Peterson, a chronic illness coach and founder of Mind Body Rewire, a program that helps those with chronic conditions get their life and health back by using their mind. That's right. I take out all the fluff, the supplements, the diets, the detoxes, and teach you how to be your own healer. I never said that it's easy, but it can be simple. If you're serious about getting back your life and health, it's time to put focus on the one area that will help you get there, your own mind. Let's say you have a cut. You know that it's going to take time for that cut to heal, maybe a few days or weeks, depending how bad it is. But you don't question if your body will heal it or how long it will take. You just know that your body has got a plan. You slap a Band-Aid on and wait for it to do its magic. You may even a few days later after it starts to heal again, maybe hit it and it might reopen. And instead of freaking out, you just say, dang it. And you put a Band-Aid on it and start the process all over again, right? Well, how your body heals a cut is no different than how it heals IBS, acne, rashes, or even cancer. This cut analogy really helps us see that our bodies are completely capable of healing if we just let go and trust the process. Now, we all know healing a minor cut versus healing a broken bone is going to have different healing times. But regardless of how long that healing process takes, the steps that your body goes through during that time are the same. There's going to be a building up or breaking down process that includes fluid and swelling. All healing happens this way. Think about the cut again. There is pain, there's inflammation, maybe drainage and building of new tissue. If nothing interrupts the healing process, like in the case of a cut that all you do is put on the Band-Aid and trust your body, you can expect a fairly quick recovery. But when it comes to chronic conditions that are not going away, there are going to be other factors that are at play. And these include what body system is involved, how long it's been in a hanging healing, and your mindset. So let's start with the first one, what body system is involved. Now, I'm not going to go through all the body systems here, but there are certain body systems that have longer healing phases. For example, when you have a pimple, that healing process is fairly short, right? The the pimple indicates you have resolved your conflict and it will come to a head and be gone in a few days. Then there are the ovaries, which involve the development of an ovarian cyst during the healing process. And if there are no interruptions of the healing process, the process takes, like a pregnancy, nine months to complete. In the case of cancer of any location in the body, it should be expected that there be at least six months of the healing phase minimally. So your body systems, depending on what body system is involved and the other factors that we're going to talk about here, that is all going to influence how long you're going to be in the healing phase or how long it's going to take for you to fully complete that healing process. Now, the second thing that influences how long your healing is going to take 
is how long you've been in a hanging healing. So when someone is experiencing chronic conditions, this tells me that the healing process has been interrupted because as you can see with a broken cut or bone, the body heals all naturally on its own. This do, It does the same thing for all our other body systems. But if the cut is constantly getting bumped or reopened, the healing process will be slowed down. This is in essence what is happening when chronic conditions are not healing. A hanging healing means that the body is trying to heal, but it's getting interrupted. You are bouncing back and forth between being in a conflict state with your mind and the healing phase. It's this, it's this back and forth action that is what a hanging healing is about. Now, medications, supplements, your mindset, subconscious tracks, all of that will influence the healing process and are factors in a hanging healing. So if you have chronic conditions for years, you have been in a hanging healing for years. So if you resolve all the subconscious connections to your symptoms, the body will then get permission to complete the healing process. But if you have been in a hanging healing for years, this means that the area of your body was building up or breaking down for years as well. The building up or breaking down over time will influence how long your healing phase is. It could be a few days, it could be several weeks or months, depending again on the body system and how long you've been in a hanging healing. Does that mean that because you've had something for 10 years or 15 years, that it's going to take years to heal that particular body system if you've been in a hanging healing that long. No, it's not going to take you years, but you definitely want to give it a couple of months. It might be amazing to where it might just shift in a matter of a week or two, uh, but I would definitely not have those type of high expectations or those type of expectations and really give your body the time that it needs to come back into balance if it's been in a hanging healing that long. Uh, but you will be amazed at how quickly the body can heal if we just get out of the way. And when it comes to healing chronic conditions, your triggers and your tracks are going to be a major factor in how long it takes to heal. They are what most of the time is keeping you in a hanging healing. So yes, there are some events in your life that maybe you need to look at and determine if there needs to be any resolution regarding them because memory work um, is, is important um, with this work, but it's not the only thing because it might not be that the memory isn't resolved. It could be that you have a track that is constantly reopening this particular conflict. So that is not the only area that needs attention, the memory work. It needs also attention in the tracks and the triggers area, which most of the time we're keeping this open. I'll be honest with you, most of our clients that we work with, it is the tracks, it is the triggers here that are essentially uh, keeping this conflict alive. And your, your triggers and your subconscious tracks are essentially reminders within your subconscious that reopen your conflict. It's that subconscious pattern that continues to reactivate and say, this is a threat. So let's say you have a rash and you know it's connected to the breakup with your boyfriend. You may have moved on, but every time you see his face on Facebook or you see him at the grocery store, you get re-triggered. And so this could be a part of your trigger that whenever you see him, you go back into feeling a certain way. Now, unless you address those tracks that are keeping this conflict open, they will be putting you back into that conflict phase, interrupting your healing. Now, this isn't going to be the case for everybody. This is not a black or white thing. It's all in your 
perception. It is all in the way that you are perceiving and what your subconscious patterns are. And so let's say that you are a person that gets triggered whenever you see this person because it is a subconscious track connected to that. Your rash might go away for a few weeks, but it keeps coming back every so often or doesn't go away at all. Now, both the memory and this trigger work and this um, the way that you're responding to when you see this particular person needs to be addressed in order for this conflict to truly be put to rest. Again, this is not going to be black and white for everybody. Everybody is different in how they perceive and what subconscious patterns are driving that perception. Acne, for example, is another track that needs to be addressed um, that can be very easily resolved by looking at what memory started this, but it's the tracks and the triggers that keep this open. And so a person may identify and resolve a situation in their life where they felt ugly, which is connected to that acne. But every time they look in the mirror, they feel ugly, which is just keeping the track open. Um, Again, what your perceptions are and what these connections are from the memory and what you, how you're thinking is all going to be connected. It's a vicious circle that is often where the biggest hangups in healing are. When we work with our clients, it is these tracks that are the ones that actually need more attention and more work than the memory stuff. The memory stuff, we can clear up fairly quickly. It is the stuff that follows that, that keeps reopening, which are these patterns that you are in automatic response with. And anxiety is another one. If you have anxiety, then the thinking patterns connected to it that consist of fear and powerlessness have been with you for years, okay? So most likely since childhood in in many people's cases, shifting those old patterns and replacing them with new is not an overnight process. If you have anxiety, you are going to naturally have an automatic response to a lot of situations of feeling powerless and fearful. It is a pattern within your brain. Changing that is going to take time. Changing that's going to also require you uh, feeling safe with stepping into your power and creating your own safety. That's a process that happens over months. This is why we work with people for months, because it's not an overnight process. And in some people's cases, there are no tracks and only a resolution of an event in their life needs to be addressed. We don't see this very often, but it it does happen. Um, The reason this isn't very common is because Unless you address the subconscious patterns that are influencing the way you view and respond to life, you will continue responding to life in the same way. So you may resolve this particular situation that happened in the past in your mind, but then something happens along the way, you know, six months or whatever it is, timeline ahead in your future and you respond the same way because you haven't uh, because you haven't worked on those old patterns of responding differently just working on one memory unless you're extremely aware and um are aware of your own patterns which most people are not when they start doing this work it's not until you're done that you have that awareness you're not going to see all that so your automatic patterns are going to show up in the future and so that's just not going to provide you with a long term healing if we're only going to be working on these couple of events that may have influenced your symptoms. 
So tracks are really important to address when it comes to resolving chronic conditions. Even if you are aware of your tracks and triggers, learning how to respond to them differently is a slow process. You don't change overnight. It's a practice that is done a little bit at a time, day by day. This is why we have day-by-day work that we assign to our clients um, because that day-by-day work is literally solidifying that every single day, that repetition that is required in order to rewire new patterns in the brain. And and if you've responded to life a certain way for so many years, it's going to take time to shift that. So healing can take longer because of these tracks and how long it takes to let them go. There's no time frame on that. Everybody's different. There's some people that can shift the way they think very quickly. And there's others where those patterns love to stay nice and strong and there's resistance behind it. It just depends on um, and on a, on the big picture of things, how much how much that old pattern is connected to your subconscious thinking that this is necessary for survival or that fear of letting it go. Your patterns have been with you for survival. So it's going to fight kind of um, before you let it go to say, oh, are you sure you want to let go of this? You know, there's that that back and forth of, yes, I want to let this go, but oh, this is scary. It's that back and forth that happens, you know, definitely before that true letting go of that pattern can happen because it is all connected to survival. So the third thing that is going to influence how long it's going to take to heal is your mindset. Your mindset is a huge player in your healing, especially when it comes to fear. So fear puts you into a conflict state where your nervous system is heightened, which will influence your healing. This is why I say that fear and anxiety are the glue that slow down the healing process. And this is why we work on those two things first before we even start working on any other symptoms with our students. When you experience fear, your body thinks that it's being chased by a tiger. And all it wants is to focus on this tiger and trying to get away from it in order to survive. And this takes up a lot of mental and physical resources in your body. Thinking patterns that are linked to fear like worrying, overthinking, and future projecting are all going to influence where your attention is going and the message that you are sending your body. You're the leader of your ship. Your body looks to you to tell it if it's safe or not. That's really that's really all it wants to know. Am I safe or am I not safe? If it doesn't have a secure leader or feeling that it's safe, it's going to adapt in order to survive, which is what our symptoms are. So your mindset is either going to support your healing or it's going to hinder it. And your body will not heal until the mind is at peace. That is such an important piece to remember. Your mind has to be at peace because that's providing that safety before your body says, all right, we got the command that we can finish the healing process. So rather than trying so hard to get rid of symptoms, your focus needs to be on shifting your mindset and stepping into a new version of you. That is when your body will get the message that it's safe to heal. It's going to have a leader that provides that message of safety. Now, I have worked with hundreds of clients and those that heal the fastest are the ones that shift their mindset the fastest. It's just the honest truth. When the light bulb goes off and they realize they are the monster under the bed and decide to step into their power to create the life they want and let go of all of this poo that is no longer serving them, things start to majorly shift. And the fastest change will come when you decide that the ability to heal and have whatever you want in your life is yours. It it is literally in your hands, in your mind, and it's all up to you. So our eight-month coaching program is the length of time that I have found that it takes to unwire old patterns and rewire new ones for, for those that have 
multiple chronic conditions. That is with daily work on those patterns. And I consider eight months really a short time in the big picture when you have had these thinking patterns, survival, um, these ways of surviving for 20, 30, or 40 years, whatever it is. Anything less than eight months of that consistent daily work, I have found that the new patterns just aren't sticking. They're not sticking with the person that they're still going back to those old patterns. Um, And a person isn't really fully ready to step into their 2.0 self because there hasn't been enough time for that process to stick. You know, there's the unwiring that's been done, but the rewiring is just as important of that repetition in order for things to stay. So these are the three areas that are going to influence how long it will take you to heal your chronic conditions. I have no numbers for you because there are no numbers. Uh, Your journey is your own, but these three areas are going to influence Um, the speed in which you heal, okay? It's the body system involved, how long you've been in a hanging healing, and your mindset, okay? So while I know this question of how long will this take is a human question, I ask that you take a deeper look at it. Take a deeper look of why is this important that you want to know the length of time? What's really underneath it? Are there expectations? Are there fears or beliefs that are driving the need to know this. And doing this kind of work is going to require you to let go of control. And and that's a big one. A lot of people have a hard time letting go of that control because we've been taught that trying to force and control whatever we want to happen in our lives is how we get results, which actually it doesn't work, right? A lot of us have been forcing and trying to control and we, we get to these positions where we are just burned out and our bodies are telling us that we need to slow down, we need to stop forcing, we need to start trusting. So letting go of expectations and understanding that this healing journey has no time limit is an important part of your healing. Life itself is about healing. So truly, there is no end to it. You don't have to wait until things are perfect to live. In fact, you have to start to live in order to heal. So a lot of people say, well, I want this, I, this time limit is important to me because I just want to get back to living. I want to get back to normalcy. Well, the truth is, is we can't actually, you know, we, we can't wait for this all to line up perfectly before we start to live. That is actually going to hold us back. It's about us actually stepping into living Um, having joy again, doing things that we like to do. It may not be that you can do as, you know, the exact things that you want to do, but you have to start living in order to heal. We can't have this um, black and white perfection thinking, thinking when this happens, then I can start living. This is where the be, do, have saying comes into play here is that I need to step into the person I want to be and I need to do the things that that person does in order to have something, right? So I can't have what I want without stepping into being a different person. So this is about you being a different person, stepping into doing the things that the person you need to step into is doing to have what you want. Uh, So we can't wait until this level of perfection or these symptoms are all gone before we start to live. Uh, It's just not going to work that way. You have to reverse it. So go into your healing journey with expectations that it's going to be messy. There are going to be days that you don't feel well and you don't catch yourself falling into old patterns and you don't want to beat yourself up just because of that. This is a day-by-day process, small steps that will add up to big wins. Expect it to be messy. 
rather than having this unrealistic expectation that you will learn this one thing and the next day you'll be completely changed. That kind of expectation will only set you up for disappointment. So when you expect it to be messy, then on those days when it is messy, when everything isn't perfect, you won't be beating yourself up or going down the negative rabbit holes because you'll say, I expected this. This is exactly what I expected. And there's a whole different perception around that rather than saying, oh my God, I did not expect this. And all of a sudden we get wrapped up in our emotions and those emotions take us down a bad rabbit hole. So healing is possible for everyone. How long that takes is your individual journey that I suggest you don't rush. You will miss out on all there is to learn from your symptoms by trying to force it or moving it along faster than what you think it should be or what it is right now. You will be amazed by simply letting go of fear and stepping into a healthier mindset how things will start to shift. And we see that very often within a couple of weeks of our students being in the program, things are starting to shift already just because they've they've joined a program, that they have confidence that they're going to get better. Um, they are starting to shift the way they think and be aware of how they're thinking. And all of a sudden, that is giving the body a message of safety in itself. That these small little actions are all adding up and they start to make shifts very early in the game. Now, those shifts will happen very early, yes. But then we got to still continue doing the work. It's not done as soon as we start to see this great positive mindset shift and and small uh, physical changes are happening. There's a ways to go after that. After that, we're digging into the deep patterns and then resistance comes up and then it gets messy and then it gets better. And it does this back and forth thing of of messy and then it gets better and it goes through that up and down um, for several months until eventually you get to the other side and it's completely different than when you started. It is really a beautiful journey if we choose to see it that way. And so your body is waiting for you to give it that signal that it's safe so it can complete the healing process. And that safety is going to be specific to you and your subconscious patterns. We would love to help you identify and release those patterns so you can have the life and health you desire. If you're interested in working with us, the first step is to get an individual healing plan. This plan will be the exact steps you need to take to address your chronic symptoms and how we can support you in that plan. You can find the link to request your healing plan in the show notes, and you can also connect with me and continue learning by following me on Facebook at Mind Body Rewire and on IG at The Mind Body Rewire. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.